Hey guys, Akil Stokes here. Welcome back to the Trading Coach Podcast. In today's episode, we're going to talk about a potential prop firm hack and kind of weigh the pros and the cons of doing so. Speaking of which, there's something I want you to do right now. That is support the show by doing one of these things, either A, leaving me a rating and a review, B, making sure you like, follow, subscribe, wherever you're listening to this at, and C, sharing the Trading Coach podcast on social media. I appreciate it. Thank you in advance. Now, today's topic came from a conversation that we were having on the chat this morning. For you guys that are not in the know, I'm a trading coach over at tier1trading.com. It is a trading educational platform. We have a chat where we kind of meet up and talk about whatever is on the agenda for today. Sometimes it's trading ideas, sometimes it's trading questions. This morning, it was um, about prop firms as one of the traders that I've been working with very closely is starting to think about the future. In fact, he said, Akil, I know this is thinking too far ahead right now, but he's kind of mapping out his idea on, I guess, making the most money as possible. And this is kind of this trader's personality. It's not a good thing or a bad thing. It's kind of, if it's used the right way, it's a very good motivational tool and he's working very hard on his craft, but sometimes he often gets distracted by the shiny thing syndrome. So we often have to reel him back in. But the idea that he brought to the table was pretty interesting. He said, here's my idea. So as you know, I'm working with uh, blank online prop firms, want to leave their name out of it, um, to become funded. And this is kind of a, a long-term deal where it's not like a, a month or a week-long type of trial. He has a very long time to complete this. So he's doing it the right way, slow, methodical, um, risk-averse, and whatnot. He said, I had this idea, however. What if I were to trade for multiple prop firms at the same time, meaning once I got funded by prop firm A, I would then go to another prop firm, pass their challenge, go to another prop firm, pass their challenge, and go to another prop firm and pass their challenge, and basically have this portfolio of prop firms that are funding me, link my trading account so that I have my master account, I can execute my trades, and boom, I'm trading with other people's money across the board as a way to really accelerate your wealth. You know, what do you think about that? And we have a few of our, we have a handful of people that have been funded by prop firms on our, our site. A few of them came in and kind of lent their opinion first and foremost, if it was possible, I wasn't sure of the rules and if that's allowable and, and whatnot. And if we think it's a great idea. And the idea was this, and I like the idea of accelerating your money. That is a brilliant idea. That is something we want to do, but we want to make sure we do it the right way. But the idea was this. Once I'm making money with my kind of initial prop firm, right? So once I've passed the challenge, once I'm funded, once I'm trading, once I'm taking my split, collecting my profits, once I do that, I'm going to use those profits to fund kind of the aggressive other challenges, right? Because these challenges cost money. You have to pay a fee to enter the challenge. And if you win, you get funded. If you lose, your money's gone, right? So he would use his profits from prop firm A to enter challenges from prop firm B, C, and D. And then what he would do is he would use a super aggressive approach to pass the challenges. Because if you're unfamiliar with these prop firm challenges, they're all a little bit different, but there are some out there that are, let's just say more realistic than others, right? Some of them are kind of like, I have to do what in what and not do what? Woof, they're really tough, um, so they're not really realistic. But the idea is that, hey, if I'm trading with, if I'm entering this challenge with profit from my other challenge, it's kind of like a freebie. I, I can use my profit to enter this challenge. So it doesn't really affect my bottom line too much. And then what I can do is I can try to take a super aggressive approach 
to hit the challenge, to win the challenge, and then once I'm funded, trade my normal way. And, and that's kind of like a, a risk-free way of going about the challenges. And there's two downfalls to that that come to mind. Um, again, it's not a bad idea. I, I don't mind the idea of going to multiple prop firms and getting funded by different places and kind of organizing them where you're streamlining the process and, and boom, you're doing what you do. You take trades, but you're getting money and splits from all over the place. I think that's it's no different from an entrepreneur building different businesses, right? It's no different than having a, one business and then branching out and adding different businesses to your portfolio, right? The more revenue streams that you can generate, the better, as long as you don't overcomplicate it. And in this case, it wouldn't be overcomplicated. But there are two things that come to mind here. And it's always tough for me to judge this because I am in a completely different place than this trader. And I've been so far removed that it's hard to go back and be honest, right? So fortunately enough, I'm the, I'm in the position where I've been a consistently profitable trader for over a decade and a half now. I'm at the point where I, I've earned the right to not force things. I've earned the right to kind of make the decisions that are best for me, even if they're not the most profitable decision. So I can stand a lot more on my, my morals and my philosophy and, and my approach because, you know, I don't have to make this happen. However, if you take me back to when I first started trading and, and when I got good, but I didn't have enough money and I, I quit my three jobs to get good at trading. And so now I have this skill that I'm good at, but I can't actually make money off it. So I have no idea what to do. I'm, I'm not sure if I would take this approach or not. I'd probably lean a lot more towards it. Um, but I, I'm not sure and I don't think I can answer that question. Um, so I don't want to poo-poo the idea, but I also don't necessarily want to support it. But I can tell you the warnings that I can give you if you're trying to do something such. One is that when you're taking this super aggressive approach, right? And this is an approach that is out of the norm. So you're not trading how you would normally trade. You're trading in a different way specifically to meet this challenge. You see the same thing with people that do like trading competitions where like, oh, I won this trading competition, but you ask them in real life, they're like, I would never trade like that with my real money. The hard part of doing that is when you do something that is out of the norm, super aggressive that you normally wouldn't do, and obviously it works because you passed the challenge, well, I think it's harder to go back to trading the normal way. Because think about it like this. If I'm doing something, my, my normal trading plan, we're going to label that A. My normal trading plan produces the slow, steady, boring amount of profit on a monthly basis, whoop de doo right? Um, and then I go to my trading plan B, which I'm specifically using for the challenge. And I'm able to produce in, let's say, one month what my normal trading plan A would produce in an entire you know, quarter or six months. Do you not think it's harder to go back? You're seeing this massive amount of, massive amount of profit that came your way very quickly. And now you're saying, OK, I'm going to give up the more profitable way to go back to the boring methodical way. In hindsight, we can look at that and say that's the best decision, but I feel like when you're in the mix and when you're actually doing it and your emotions and, and whatnot are all excited from passing the challenge and you're, you're young and you're hungry for money, right? It's pretty difficult to go back, I would say. So one of the downfalls is that you stay with that aggressive approach because it, it worked and so you assume it's going to keep working. It probably doesn't work long term because it's just a flash in the pan. You probably never back tested it. You're probably just kind of doing something off of feel. And then eventually you kind of wind up blowing an account and whatnot because that's just what ultimately happens, right? Things get hot for a little bit and then they go back to normal and they don't survive the normal period. So that's, that's one downfall of doing that or that, that ego and that, that money takes over. 
Another issue is this, right? So these prop firm challenges cost money. And I don't know the pricing and all this stuff, but he mentioned, I, I, I guess one of the ones he was looking at, depending on what level of funding you're shooting for, the entry price for the challenge costs a different amount. So he was talking about, hey, like a couple hundred dollars or a thousand dollars. Now, let's say you do take your normal approach, or maybe you just take this super aggressive approach and you keep failing this challenge. All right, so yes, you're, you're not technically using any of your, your pocket money because you're using the profits from the challenge that you already passed, but there is an opportunity cost that we have to take into account because if you're taking this challenge month by month by month by six months and you're dropping $1,000 in each month, right? You just lost $6,000. And again, in your mind, you're like, ah, you know, it was free money anyway, but is it really free money? Right. That's the same thing. People think about credit cards where it's like, hey, you know, I can just swipe it on my credit card because it's free money. Well, it's not free money. It's actually going to cost you in some way. And it was at this point in the conversation where a few of our other traders that have been funded on the platform came in when I mentioned, hey, my goal was this. My goal is wealth acceleration. My number one goal is to grow my trading account as quickly as possible, but as safely as possible and not take any steps back. I've done Trading Coach podcast episodes in the past about the power of compounding. If you're not sure how that works or how powerful it actually is, make sure you go back and listen to those past episodes. Just you know, Google search Trading Coach podcast and enter compounding and something will probably come up. But the faster route to our goal isn't always the faster route, right? The shortcut can sometimes end up allowing us or, or making us take longer. And I got a good example of this. I was, I was going to a wedding the other day, right? And I had a good idea where the wedding was at, but I, I put on the GPS because, you know, that's just what I do. And I got the one that tells me when cops and stuff are there. So it gives me these warnings and, and whatnot. So the wife and I are driving out and, you know, we're, we're, we're leaving just in the nick of time, right? I, I give myself like five minutes breathing room because um, I was living a, playing a dangerous game um, that day. And we're driving, we're driving, we're driving. We get to this turn and the GPS is like, take a left. And I'm like, take a left? Why, why would we take a left? Like the, the place is to the right. I always take a right. This is how I get there. So of course, right, I decide to ignore the GPS. Instead of taking a left, I take a right. I look at the little time thing and do, 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 do. I've just increased my time by five minutes. I'm like, oh crap, we're, 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 we're gonna be late. So I, I, I drive up, I hit some traffic and I say, oh, okay, I know a shortcut. I'm going to take a right right here, right? I'm going to outsmart this GPS. I make this right, right? Adds 10 more minutes to the, the drive. And so I'm, I'm screwing myself. And now that I'm in this situation of screwing myself, now I'm looking for more shortcuts. I'm getting angry and frustrated. I'm making more mistakes. And each time I make a mistake that try to kind of shortcut this process of not following the GPS, I just keep adding more time to my, my travel. And this is the same thing that we can do with trying to look for this shortcut of kind of using multiple prop firms. We think it's a shortcut by, hey, I'll take my profit from one thing, I'll throw it into a next thing, I'll pass this challenge, and bang, now I'm funded by by two things, right? And yes, in a perfect world, that would work. But remember, we don't live in a perfect world. We live in a realistic world. And the fact of the matter is, I think it said six months earlier, right? Let's say we spend six months taking and failing these challenges, where I'm, I'm throwing out $1,000 a month to take these challenges, and I'm losing them, right? What could that $6,000 have done if we kept that in our trading account? And the traders that I was talking to on the platform who have been funded, they said that their whole goal was this, right? Instead of looking for multiple prop firms to trade for, what they're doing is they're trading for their single prop firm, they're making their profit. 
what they're doing is they're rolling their profit over into their personal trading account. They're not cashing out. They're not spending it on, on lavish parties. They're putting it directly into their trading account. And that allows them to hit different position sizing levels on a consistent basis. So it's not a super fast route to success, just like compounding, if you can imagine a J curve, right? It starts off with a slow little dip, a slow little kind of sideways movement or a slow lead, a slow tread in the right direction. But over time, when you're doing this for years and years and years, not only are you now making profit in your own trading account from your trading success, but you're adding profit from your prop trading success to your trading account. You're basically doubling, if not tripling, what you're putting into your accounts. So you're growing at this insanely rapid rate while still managing risk because you're not recklessly throwing away money. You're still taking your normal trading risk precautions. All you're doing is you're taking money from a different source. And instead of putting it in the bank, you're putting it in your trading account where you're a risk manager anyway. And that is an example of the long route because it's not going to get you millions in a month. But in doing that, and they said they have, you know, four or five year plans, they're going to be where they eventually want to be as far as their trading goals go. So it's interesting. Um, I'd love to hear your opinions on it for you guys. If you've tried something like this, if you think this is a, a good idea to, to try to getting getting funded by multiple accounts. Again, obviously, it, it comes down to if you can execute it or not. If you can execute it, great idea. If you can't execute it, not. But Give it a thought and leave me a comment in the in the comment section below. If you're listening on Spotify, there should be a little Q&A thing that I, I add each and every week as well. If you're on YouTube, just leave it below as well or hit me up on social media. But I think it is an interesting conversation. I know that many of you guys are thinking about going to prop firm route. And it's good to have an idea on, hey, once you get skilled enough to actually pass the challenge, how are you going to leverage those challenges and make make it work for you and put yourself in the best yet the safest opportunity to not only make consistent money, but keep consistent money. Hope you guys enjoyed the podcast. Hey, if you want to hop on the platform with us and join in on some of these discussions, feel free. www.tier1trading.com. I recommend starting with the 14-day risk-free trial membership that allows you to get on the platform, take some courses, join some live sessions, and of course, hop in the chat with us for 14 days before making a decision on whether you want to stay or not. Right? No sneaky auto bill or anything like that. You're just simply kicked off and you know can't log in after your 14 days are up. So, Give it a try, www.tier1trading.com. See you there.